Hi, Leela. Hi, Kieran. So Meg has been a little unwell, and Leela has stepped in to help with this week's podcast. Gosh, it's nice to work with a pro. <laughs> Thank you. I have so many. I'm learning so much just by doing podcasts with you. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so we're going to get into some beautiful questions. And, um, you know, I have, um, I've not been super well this season. <coughs> I may not have the cardio <laughs> for the whole conversation. <laughs> oh, but let's, um, <laughs> let's give it a try. Decoders don't mind my heavy breathing <laughs> while I'm trying to get my, uh, my lung capacity back. Hi, I'm Kieran Trace. Welcome to Humans Decoded, a story of hobbits, fairies, elves, dwarfs, gnomes, and humans. If you get lost at any point, there is a deep dive on all the different avatars in episode one. It includes notes. Thank you for joining us in a fun little chat about the vast potential of our human makeup. So even though you haven't been super well, and you might not be at peak fitness level at the moment, being in the body is still the better option than to avoid it, Yeah, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's a better way to get well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's true, if you have a cold, or if you have the flu, or the, you know, whatever's going on, a little bit of COVID, a little bit of Novo virus, like whatever you got Tiny going bit. on. <laughs> yeah, it feels like, oh, it was all, I don't want to be in there. Um, and yet, oh, to, to ground in the body, mm. to ground in that, uh, the thing I like to say is that deeper seat in myself at the surface level, it's pretty uncomfortable. It's like, you got to get under the wave of illness, um, under your, under the virus and then sitting deeper in it's, it's good. It's really good. Still spacious, still, still vast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the recovery comes um, more thorough mm -hmm. for us. Yeah, I think so too. So um, decoders, um, hopefully you got to meet Lila Sutor a little bit um, last week. She has got so much to offer us. Um, she is a master coach in the Kieran Trace community, which means she's worked through all of the courses for many, 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 many years and has mastered all of those tools herself, <laughs> um, which might make you cringe. Um, she hosts a popular um, podcast in Switzerland, which is her home country. And she is a yogi and a energy healer. And um, to the Kieran Trace community, she offers beautiful energy healing sessions through these various, um, you can get a a month long package or a three month package and have um, some weekly support to unravel those painful resistant places. Or if you have some physical illness or uh, like if you're not in peak physical condition, you can get some support <laughs> from this Lila Suto. But let's, um, let's talk embodiment avatar kind of, kind of movement. Um, okay. So let's, when we're talking about our avatars, we're talking so much about like the, we talk about this blueprint, the human blueprint, like a, like an, 
a video game, you're this character. And it has everything to do with embodiment. It has everything mm-hmm. to do with like, this is the body of your being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when we're referring to the words embodiment, and really when I'm looking at you as such a beautiful embodiment teacher, um, like, how, like, how do you describe to somebody, um, you know, like what embodiment is, is for them or something like that? Like, I mean, it's a great question. It's like, it's a question. I don't have a preset answer that I can just, you know, I don't have that script that I carry with me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a huge, no, I don't. It's a huge question. And I guess to me, embodiment means awareness in the body, as simple as that, as opposed to, awareness in my thoughts in my head in my stories in my in my eye thing like churning 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 like you've been practicing yoga and you've actually been in yoga for close to 15 years so there was a life before that and was that life in the mind churning 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 100 percent. 100 percent. i had no idea that being in the body that embodiment is an actual option you know i've been like the way we are taught in school the way we're taught at home like for most of us it's all in the mind it's all in the head and this option to just drop in and kind of it's almost like a living through yeah living through the body a a a seeing the world seeing reality eventually through the body, not through that mind filter lens thing. Yeah. I, li- I like that. If you wanted to write that down and walk around with the preset script, <laughs> I think that was really good. Cool. It's really simple. Glad. Very straightforward. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to mark that in an A. All right. Yeah. Y- use Great. that one. <laughs> you, just, you could put the podcast on and just hit play. Could I remember? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's a question to the different avatars yeah. then. Uh, it, like, live differently through it, right? Like, so if we're saying living through the world of the body and living through reality, how would you, would you say, doesn't matter your avatar, it's all going to be the same or would, is it different? I bet it's different. Like for me, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I had money on the table, <laughs> I'd say a dwarf feels really differently embodies differently than yeah. a fairy. Like for me as an elf, embodiment doesn't just come naturally, I think. It's more natural for me, actually, to be in my head and to be thinking all the time. Yeah, and to be in those ideas. It's much more familiar. Um, And and also, like, when we look at the ways different avatars move in in form in the world, like, fairies are are high-paced. Fairies are moving very fast, and then they collapse, as opposed to a dwarf who keeps moving for, like, I think Megan says that 12 hours a day they can just keep moving they keep moving they keep moving so but if we're like thinking about let's say your client mm-hmm. base or people that you're working with in the movement classes or mm-hmm. your you know various flying classes or yeah, yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff right when you're looking at these different avatars and 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 they're coming into their body and grounding into their body can you say like you can really see the way a dwarf embodies versus a fairy's embody? 
I have to admit here. Yes. <laughs> I'm not the expert on avatars, you know? So, <laughs> but Kieran is. <laughs> so I don't look with that awareness of like, okay, is this a dwarf moving? Is it a fairy moving? But if I were, I could tell the difference. Yes. And can you tell the difference in your own clients? Because I know that you have different avatars that you do energy healing with and yes. work with. Yes, it's generally, I would say for my hobby clients, it is easier in a way because they're more prone to form. Like So it's easier to be in this body and to... I mean, it it depends on like the various levels of what's going on in there, you know, and the stories or the resistances they have. But generally speaking, I wonder if that's actually the truth is that everybody's getting body exactly the same way. You just come ah, into the body like that's it, you I know, and like habit it. It's the way that you resist it. That's that, different. That could be different. Mm. That fairies have a kind of a pattern of resistance and dwarves have a pattern of resistance and yes. hobbits have a pattern of resistance. But the actual return home is just returning home. It's the same for everybody. It's the body. I love it. It's so much more simple. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I should see this. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shut up wow she's throwing me these questions should i see this um okay so um let's talk briefly about um um what it is that you, that you're doing as an energy healer and as a yogi. So maybe we talked last week about your two minute series. So let's talk about like what you're doing there. You, you mentioned last week, they were giving people a way in yeah. that have habitually been out of their bodies. You're giving them a way in. Um, is there more to that? Yeah. There, uh, it's a way in with like playing with different sort of flavors, like somebody might really like to come in through the breath. So there's options to work with your breath. There's others might like something more like a massage. So there's an option to come in through something that's yeah, kind showing of a that expansive ways that you can come yes. into the body. Yes. You can so stretch, there's, you can massage, you can yeah. breathe. I'm suddenly conscious of my lack of cardio right now. <sighs> <sighs> doing great though <laughs> and so i think it's great to offer that variety because it's not just one way to come in there's many 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 different ways and everybody gets to discover their favorite and i like that sense of that because you can suddenly trigger that it can be like it makes a quick link in my brain that it can be delicious in the body yes because if I'm habituated to be in the mind, I drop into the mind all the time. And then I remember like, oh, massage yeah. or breath or like stretching or like rolling around. It's like, oh, I forgot. It's so yum. And so simple. Mm, simple. So simple. Like all my two minutes are super simple. You don't need props. You don't need anything. Okay. And then that. what's the difference between something like that and energy healing? Well, <laughs> in the energy healing that I offer, we don't focus on movement, even though it might happen with some clients. There might be an element of movement in there. Also an element of breath could be in there, but it's not a focus. So it's much more 
transmission of just source love, I'd say. Right. Now and, ask me and how. That's a body, and that's a body. Do you really want me to ask you how? No, I think I can don't. answer that more than you yes. can answer that. Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a unified field of oneness. And the most dominant current in oneness is source. Yes. Source wins, y'all. It's always going to be re- reality source is the more dominant field. So if you are holding that field of oneness without very many filters, because you're, you can, you're capable after so many years of practice, you have mm. very few filters in that space. And then there's this, and that's what we call that transmission. So you're holding that dominant field, but then more specifically as an energy f- healer, you can actually touch small fascial places like subtle spots inside of your mm. clients that you're working with. If they have a dense resistant pattern, you can actually touch it. And when you touch it, the dominant energy is going to win over the non-dominant. So even though the dense pattern of resistance might, like we, we hear dense or resistant or chronic, and we think that that's dominant, but it's not. Yeah. Dominant is source, is, is the one unified field. That's more dominant. So in ourselves, we're, we may find it difficult to transform this habitual resistant pattern, whether it be a chronic um, physical illness, whether it be an emotional block, whether it literally be a, a spiritual impasse, which can be a very deep belief system and unworthy or not belonging or whatever, it holds um, an energetic form in the body. And then mm-hmm. what can happen is that transmission that is very sensitized to those areas can hold them and then transfers the dominant field into it. And I think the beautiful thing about having somebody who's actually awake to reality like yourself doing that is, and specific also to your work, is how gentle it moves. Mm -hmm. So it's not jolting or irritating to the resistant pattern. Yeah. Sometimes you describe it as being held in this, like, how would you describe it? It's like... I was just going to say it's more like to your resistance pattern or to your blockage, it feels like it's being mothered. And you all can recognize, I think, here that I'm not the master of words. I'm not the coach. That is Kieran. So she puts the words to what I'm experiencing energetically embodying embodying yes (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and so to be able to bring that motherly that which is to say that love exactly that that bigger love the the compassion of source without a personal filter so lots of times we can go see an energy healer but if they're not really awake to the unified field of source then you're always going to get the filter of them instead of the pure transmission of source yeah it's like when i work with somebody and i feel the resistance or the blockage or the density or whatever there's no story of this has to shift you know it's like it's fine either way. It is held in this love. It's it 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 gets to be as it is, as opposed to this is a problem. We need to fix it. We need to work on it. You know. And yeah, I, those filters are all gone, um, and we end up with a more direct, um, you know, f- 
presence of source energy, creator energy touching very directly these places of resistance and these places. And then, and then very gently the dominant form um, takes over, which is, you know, very much like a river meets the ocean. Yes. You know, it just flows. You know, the river is going to just find the current that is the towards the ocean and just mm -hmm. flow into it because the dominant would be the ocean over the river in that case. Um, and I think in the kind of work that we're doing is we're, we talk a lot in this podcast about just like undoing those belief systems that are the conditioning. They are the imposition yes. of our authenticity, but they can get really stuck and really resistant. And I think having the energetic support that can just help unlock it and help return it back to presence um, is a beautiful support mm -hmm. to get, whether that's just ongoing or, you know, occasionally or however that works. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Okay. Um, I think all of us and the decoders are particularly um, beautifully curious about this. Can you talk a little bit about coming home to the elf nature? What kind of conditioning sloughed off for you? Um, and really just like, what was that journey for you? But I'm also really curious, like, were you, were, you, were you super surprised at any time that something you thought was so you was actually just conditioning? Yeah, 100%. And it's not even that long ago, you know, like last summer. What I happened kinda, last summer? I, last summer, I saw a lot of my grounding practices or ways to ground or a lot of my groundedness is actually conditioning. It's actually a link to belief of I'm not safe if I'm not grounded. And I remember I, it kind of dawned on me when, when I kept saying to people, like me being so grounded is a lot of work. Because <laughs> <laughs> as an elf, naturally, I'm not that grounded. But it was, and I, I'm not sure, you know, where I picked it up. It must have to do for sure with the yoga way, the yoga path. It's like, oh, grounded is great. You have to be grounded. You have to do your practices. You have to la la la. And I was surprised that that is not actually in my blueprint. And I, I I'm still, still surprised, you know. <laughs> But the less grounded you are, the more authentic you feel. Yes. The more I feel like, and to me, it's linked to this piece of, it is a lot of work to be so grounded, you know, and not, and, and, and letting that go. Letting that work piece go. Yes. What's left. What's left is like a sensation, a sense of being safe, grounded or not, you know, and then I still do my yoga i still love my meditation but it's not religiously you know i still love to listen actually to my belly what i want to eat but it's not it doesn't have that religious like the no effort, to it you that, know that righteous yes. effort yes. to it yes yes okay let's go but, this is great let's go back earlier to like yeah. like this is like so tell us the beginning like what's the journey at the beginning to realize you're an elf and what's the kind of first pieces of conditioning that that go that surprise you i mean to me it was really clear that i am an elf that was obvious in a way i don't know I get, yeah, I know, I know why, because energy is my first language. That was obvious from day one. But then I didn't really have, like, 
I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't connect more to that whole avatar elf thing. So I kept eating, for instance, a lot of carb. And then at some point, I don't know when it was, that fell away because my belly kept being really upset. I broke my belly a couple of times. <laughs> you broke your belly yeah. <laughs> by putting too many carbs in it, too many potatoes from Swiss, too much cheese and Probably. potatoes. I don't know what it was exactly, but I, I remember we talked. I was like, Kieran, I cannot eat anymore. It's like, I'm done with food. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> and then you pointed out, maybe it's just salmon and broccoli or what was it? Chicken and yeah. asparagus or something like that. And I, I started to eat like that. I was like, what the fuck? This is how good my body can feel. And it already felt pretty great <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've been a yogi for like 15 years, you know, like, well, at that point, being a yogi for 10 years and yeah, a very, very physical practice. And yeah, exactly. You're, you're already in pretty peak physical condition. Yeah. But it was such a surprise. Again, it was linked to this not safe piece. If I don't eat let's say the car, um, the bread or the potato, then what? You know, then what? I might eat too much chocolate, you know? <laughs> and it turns out it's fine if I do, but often I don't. <laughs> because eating in my authentic elf way, I'm not hungry. And I used to be so hungry, you know? I used to be so hungry and I, I get that same hunger now when I'm in a place where it's just vegetarian food. I get so hungry. <laughs> I know. It's awful. It's interesting, isn't it? Because as an elf myself, you think when you go to a place that doesn't have um, those and really dense proteins too, like not just like if you go to a place that's just beans and tofu and pea protein and then so I notice I start eating because I'm star. I'm literally yes. starving. Yes. I cannot get full, and so I start eating like the pasta. And even if it's like protein rich, like chickpea pasta, and I cannot get hungry. I can get gassy. I can get bloated. I can have digestive issues. <laughs> sure, and, but and but it's not. But I'm forever. I'm just starving. Yes. Versus like two pieces of bacon, and I'm good for five hours. Yes. Yes, and it took But I remember in your first journey, there was not only the recognition of just protein and a tiny bit of veg, but there was also how much protein. That's what I was about to say. Like the amount of bacon I can eat, it's shocking. I never, like, that was my identity. Like, I thought I don't like bacon. <laughs> and you're Turns this out. wellness leader in a way, you know, like and then that on top promoting that yogi lifestyle. And then it turns out it turns out I love bacon and I eat a lot of meat, which is so against the whole yogic diet, you know, so against the whole belief of ahimsa, no violence and stuff. But yeah. Turns it's out much kinder, you know, to this avatar's body. To give it the bacon, to give it the steak, to give it the sushi, to give it, you know, all the, all the animal. Yeah. And, um, and so that's been many years mm -hmm. now at that point. I think so. Yeah. A yeah. couple of years. Five. Who knows? Years or so, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're healthy. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I haven't had a heart attack, you know, <laughs> or any heart conditions. No. You feel amazing. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, it's just really supportive to um discover for myself these elf ways, you know. It's not that if I think you kept pointing towards the amount of protein. You kept pointing to the salmon. You kept pointing to the bacon. I think so. But I didn't hear it. It, And I think that's the way for many of us, no? Like we have to discover what it actually means for yourself to be an elf, to be a hobbit, to be a fairy. What does that mean? How do you embody that? You cannot follow a rule book, a recipe. It doesn't work that way. And the there are these belief systems you're pointing to, like that not safe has to be ripe to be sloughing off mm-hmm. to be able to actualize what you're hearing in your own body. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you need to hear it in your own body without all these stories in the way, without all these dense places in the way, right? And that takes, it takes a moment for most of us, you know, to unravel. <laughs> yeah, my moment, it could be 10 or 20 years. Yeah, I was recently telling a story how I grew up in a kind of rural settings, spent a lot of my life in these kind of communal rural settings, had a real thing of like, isn't that the way everyone wants to live, you know, yes. collectively, sustainably. Um, and only very recently realized that's all conditioning. It was just picked up from the way I grew up and, and the way I was raised. And actually, um, <laughs> I, I like it a little less rustic. <laughs> <laughs> we like comfort. <laughs> yeah. There was, there's a fair amount of luxury and comfort, but that, but, I can't understand, like, put an under, like, I can't underline it enough how shocking it was for me to notice that was conditioning. Like, you could not have told me that that was a conditioning piece. It was so a part of who I was. Like, very, very rural kind of thinking in, in, in a rural lifestyle. Like, you know, like, I, I grew up in the Yukon. I, I pulled, (laughs) you know, like, I, cut a hole in the ice and, and hauled water and, and pe- all the people I admired and loved, you know, had, had land and you built up the land and you built your dream home on the land. And it's like, you could never have told me that that was conditioned. I would have like denied it completely. Yes. And that's, you know, like, and I think that's the thing we keep pointing to with these avatars is that avatars, like no one can really tell you. Yes. You can hear and lean towards what sounds right for you. And then in that journey, which is that authentic coming home journey, um, to, to be yourself, things begin to slough off and they will continually surprise you yes. and be amazing. And I noticed for me as a coach, and tell me if this is true as an energy healer, like, uh, like I sit in curiosity with you while we witness together yes. what pieces we're conditioning, you know, like I'm just this mentor in this trans, the mentor in the transmission of truth and silence and presence to watch together your own discoveries. Yeah. It's not a preset scribed place. Um, and so it, you know, I think it's fun to discover. 
It's great. And I love how you're pointing to the piece of the surprises keep coming. Like even for you after, I don't know how many years. Forever. 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 Being a master forever. (laughs) (laughs) There's still these surprises that can come up. So it's not, there's not this, this finish line. Never. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Like People my pain body that. hates it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fulfillment isn't a set place. It's yeah. a moving place yes. or it isn't fulfillment. <laughs> it's not like you get to the top of the mountain. You're like, I'm here. Kunk, done. done. <laughs> you know, and that's the beautiful uh, uh. thing. And also that sort of like, I know, you know, like I know, <laughs> you know, like when we're in this adamant, I know place. Yeah. Um, it's always a sign that maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. <laughs> and that's the beauty of evolution and fulfillment. It just, it keeps unrolling, mm. like rolling, unraveling itself under our feet as we move. Yes. And the fact that it's always there unraveling, moving us forward is so, a, such a joyous experience. Yeah. And it cannot be known before, like before it's happening, you don't know. And that's something I love to play with in my movement classes. Like the movement comes, it just comes from the moment, from, from a place of nothing, but we don't know what it is before. Yes. Oh, and the courage it takes to stay there. The courage. And not, no. <laughs> and it's beautiful because I, because the decoders, you guys all write in and you're sort of like, I think I'm a fairy, but I don't like shop a lot and I don't decorate my house like this. Yes. And it's like, cool, cool. Go with your instinct that you think you're a fairy. Lean towards the things that feel really delicious for you. And then let's all be surprised at what pieces of conditioning were a little bit, um, you know, distancing you from yourself. So that's the, that's the avatar journey. (laughs) That's what our, that's what the decoders are in and I'm in. And also it's also maybe even a sweet little reminder too, about like, those of us that are the quarters and we're watching the world around us and we're starting to understand our children and our coworkers and our family, you know, it's like, you know, it's not ours to stand on a soapbox and start to preach everybody to who they are. Um, it's just a conversation. It's an invitation. It's a curiosity. curiosity yes. It's a place to play. You know, we hear so much that are people are like, I heard the podcast and I shared it with everybody I know. And now we get to dialogue. Mm-hmm. We're having this curious dialogue, you know, and it's fun to like discover together. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, it sure is. And can, it, conti- it continues to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Thanks for joining me. Cool, cool, cool. Well done. Thank you. Elf on elf. (laughs) We're out. Bam. Thank you for listening. We obviously love hearing what you think. Your feedback helps us make a better show for you to listen to. So feel free to comment and you can do it at Facebook, which is the humans decoded podcast with Kieran Joyce and Megan Rokel. And, um, if you're not on social, you can always email any questions to us at outreach at Kieran And, um, thanks for listening. We love you.